Hey guys and happy Friday. It is Friday and welcome if you are new and welcome back if you are a returning listener. Mm. It's so rainy and cold outside. It's the perfect evening for a cup of coffee and some Bible study and sermon and uplifting talk or whatever you want to call it. My name is Brittany. For those of you that don't know, I appreciate all the positive feedback and support so far. Um, so, for those of you that don't know, my podcast is a Christian base. I'm not a professional. I'm not a professional speaker, pastor, podcaster, or anything. I just do this because I am a small town gal, and I want to spread about Jesus. And sometimes you may hear my kitty cat in the background playing. But, you know, I do everything at home, and I just keep it real and godly. So, tonight, last night we talked about um, God's will. And tonight, we are going to talk about how to be a more joyful Christian, okay? Um... And this will also be the last teaching until next Monday night. So, um, Thursdays and Fridays, I'm able to post a little bit earlier. But, uh, throughout the week, Monday through Wednesday, it's usually going to be about 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock when I can get it up. So, tonight we're going to talk about being happier, joyful, more spiritual, being able to feel God's presence more. So let's start. Don't you sometimes get a feeling like your glass is half full or empty and not where it needs to be? So listen up, get your Bibles out, get your notebooks out, get your pens, get your coffee, your tea, whatever suits you. And write something down and get something out of it if you do great if not there's always going to be another topic out there that could be more of you more that you need to hear so even christians sometimes are in a slump where emotions try to take over our lives what are some ways to take more more control over those emotions and let God have control and get strength from God even get less distracted from the emotion and closer to God how can we redirect our mind our main focus to where it needs to be so our mind our mind can control us our mind can be the worst enemy okay our mind can be more controlled than we are more control than God is and we don't want that to happen because when that happens my friends strangers family that are listening when that happens you know it does allow the enemy to seek in and it allows allows him to take control of your mind put negative thoughts puts you down you know all of this and you don't need that so how do we redirect that focus let's see Truth is, many of us go through these motions of life and lack true happiness or can't find it. The happiness 
we're missing. You know, you can't find the happiness that we're missing. And the reason why is because your main focus, my friends, my family, strangers out there listening, your main focus isn't God. You cannot put something in God's place to get true happiness, okay? You cannot put your favorite thing in God's place to get true happiness. Will that give you happiness? Yes, for a moment. For a moment, my friends, my family, for a moment. But that will be gone unless you have God in front of you, behind you, beside you, in you, around you. My friends, my family, unless you have God, you will not have true happiness. God can only fill that void, that emptiness. He can only fill your cup from empty to full. But you're not you're always gonna have a small little filled cup and not get that joy if you if you're not focusing on God on God. And that is a goal this year, to focus on God to get to where we need to be in our relationship with God. So we truly know God and can truly carry our character as a Christian. So, we tend to focus on a thing for a moment that seems to fill that empty void. But what happens when it ends? I don't know about you folks, but I still find myself always craving more stuff to get that feeling back. So say you uh, decide you want a piece of chocolate and that's going to be feeling that empty void instead of praying to God or instead of listening to worship music. That chocolate is only going to be temporarily. Materialistic things is only going to be temporarily. You need internal. You need internal happiness. How, how are you going to find that internal happiness, my friend, my family? You've got to be redirected to God. You've got to put your focus back to God. Otherwise, you're just going to want to crave unnecessary earthly stuff. Instead of the internal gifts that God can give you. The eternal supply of happiness that God can give you. Problem with that is we tend to rely on materialistic things to, you know, give us that happiness instead of God and his eternal gifts. Which is exactly what I just said. To find pure joy and happiness, we need to sustain to God's word. And redirect our focus and mind to God. So tonight, sermon, as always, we do have a lot of scripture. So you're going to want to get your notebook out in your Bibles or your phone, whichever one you use. And take some notes because this is a good word tonight. So fact and, the fact and truth, building a stronger relationship with God takes time. How do you get closer again, you ask? So these are some steps that you can actually do this year. You can start this week, tonight, whatever you choose to try to get a closer relationship with God. 
Number one, start your morning off with God, prayer, coffee, or tea. I don't know about you, but, you know, you get up in the morning and you start to rush in and get ready for work. You barely have time to spend for yourself or God even. So what you do, my friends, my family, you get up earlier, okay? Say you get up at 6 o'clock, you get up at 5 o'clock, you have your coffee, get your Bible out and pray. I'm not a morning person. My husband and I, we kind of have different schedules. We stay up most of the night because um, he works overnight. And then our days start overnight, basically, except on weekends. So everyone's schedule is different. So if you work third shift, then what you're going to do is you're going to, you're going to get up a little bit earlier and spend time with the Word and spend time with God and study what you need to and invest in that time with God while you have your coffee or your or your tea. That way, even before you get your kids up and everything else, you will start your day out right. Not just with your caffeine of choice, but with God to give you natural energy to get you pumped up for the day. The second, my friends, my family is spreading the love. Quit loving yourself more and serve God and others. You know, this little thing seems harsh because I'm, you know, I just said stop loving yourself more when uh, today's day and age we're always talking about self care. And that is important, but in a biblical aspect, you don't need to love yourself more than you love God. So, um, we are to show, or we are to sow seeds into the lives of others. We should be leading that example. You know, huge example, pay it forward. God will bless you if you bless others. Pay it forward. You know, say you're on your way to work. You're in line in Sonic or McDonald's or whatever. Get your breakfast. Maybe you went to, you know, the local coffee shops here and someone's behind you. And they don't have that much, you know, to have to pay for. And you don't either. Well, do something good. Make someone's day and, like, buy their cup of coffee. And then you'll see, the more you spread the love, God is going to bless you. But, my friend, my family, when I point that out to you, it's, you have to have good intention when you pay it forward. You have to have good intention. And trust me when I say this, God knows your intention more than you do. So even if you try to hide a little bit of it, God's going to know, and He's not going to bless you in the way that you're expecting. He's not going to do that. So you need to have good intention while you're spreading the love. The third one, which we all need to do (laughs) this year, we all need to do and take time to try, and it's going to be a little bit harder for me, but social media cleanse. Simple. Buy social media and unplug a bit. And, and rest, you know, 
and spend time with God, family, friends, even yourself. You know, instead of reading the daily gossip on Facebook, you can get your Bible and read a daily devotional instead. Um, you know, just step, little stuff like that can clear your mind and get you off to a better start for the day and the week. Uh, for journaling, Bible journaling, uh, journaling your prayers up, talking to God and writing it. You don't feel comfortable in your relationship yet to pray, to get on your knees and pray, then write it down. You know, releasing your anxiety. My friends and family, I struggle with anxiety. I have friends who have been talking to me lately about struggling with anxiety. My friends that do, my friends that are struggling with anxiety right now, I am speaking directly to you. God is also speaking directly to you right now. Um, release your anxiety through a journal, okay? Get a blank journal. You know, when the next time you're in Walmart or Dollar General or whatever you prefer, go there, get a journal, blank journal. You know, get one of those with an inspiring quote on it. Or, um, you know, order online. There's like a lot of Christian Bible journal and, and journals that you can use with inspired scripture. Um, do that and write your prayers down. And then throughout the year, you know, make sure you put the date on. And throughout the year, you're going to want to look back and reflect how God has answered those prayers. Even though he's not going to answer in the way that you would hope to answer but my friends, my family, strangers, God does answer prayers. He answers them in his own time, in his own way. Not your way, not your time. It's not about you. It's about God. God's going to make that happen. But you've got to trust him. You've got to pray to him. And you've got to uh, give him time and patience and all of that. You can't rush God, especially if it's a really good thing. You can't rush God. You can't, because if you're going to rush God and you're going to do things your way, then, you know, it's probably not going to get the result that you want or you hope for. The number fifth thing, give up. Yes, give stuff up that you just can't take anymore. God's got that, and he's going to get you. He's going to have you, you know. You have to give up, even though we know it's hard. Because you generally want control of the situation. But why, my friends, my family, why continue to torture yourself and mine when you don't have to? Lay down your prayers unto the one who wants full control. Release your anxiety and depression and stress. Let the weight come off your shoulders, my friends brothers and sister god's got you god's got this not you and truth be told you don't have to you don't have to handle tough situations say you're in debt you don't have to handle that situation because it's tough you don't have to act like you got everything under control guess what that's not to be expected God wants more control than you do. God wants 
in that situation. God wants you to trust Him and give it to Him. Let go and give to God, my friends, my family. If you're struggling with anxiety and depression, let go and let God release the negative, toxic thoughts, the worry, and all of that. And let God, let God, let God, let God, let God. You've got to trust Him more. You've got to learn how to trust Him more. You have to speak to Him about it. You have to pray to Him about it. You have to let Him have more control than you about it. Second Corinthians ten five and Philippians four nineteen and first John four four are the verses that we are going to look at the first verses tonight. I always back up my topics with scriptures. So second Corinthians ten five. This is probably stuff that you're gonna want to write down as well. NIV Virgin, 2 Corinthians 10.5. It says, We demolish arguments and every pretension, pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make, make it obedient to Christ. So, you know, we argue because we want that control. But yet, we don't have to have that control. You hear my kitty cat climbing on his tower? He always does this. He just wants attention every time I do this. So sorry. apologize about that. <laughs> He's so cute. He's a little Siamese cat. He just has the most random burst of energy at times. But Philippians 4.19 is another one, my friend. Philippians is really good for those who struggle with anxiety and depression. I know I said that last night, but it is. So Philippians 4.19. NIB Virgin. It says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory and Christ Jesus. You pray, you seek, you release it to God, and he's going to meet your needs according to his glory. He's gonna, he's going to help you. He's going to, he's going to get you through this. You don't have to do this alone. You're not alone. So don't think you're ever alone because you're not. First John 4, 4.
John four, Jesus talks with a Samaritan woman. Now he had to. I don't think. Hold on. Okay, wrong verse uh, <laughs> there because that was the second John. You dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. My friends, my family, he's greater than your problems. He's greater than the struggle, than the giant you're facing. He's greater than that debt. He's greater than your depression. He's greater than your anxiety. He's greater, he's greater, he's greater. Give it to him and overcome the victory for God. Give it to him and overcome because you can. You're not alone. The sixth one, take a break. Do you? Sometimes you have thoughts that, you know, go from zero to 60. When that happens, and you know, find a scripture that and meditate, post it. You know, when I was a teenager, I actually did this, or when I lived on my own a lot, I would get a marker, put it on post it notes, or get a dry eraser marker and put a verse on the mirror, you know, verse of the week or whatever, inspiring verses and put it up there not me every time I get up and get ready for work or something I would see that verse so uh you know just stick it everywhere that you can that you, even in your car sometimes I mean just stick it in there on the steering wheel or something or whatever that way you can have those post-it notes to reflect on and meditate uh sits lose the fakeness and get real so God knows what we're thinking. Don't have it. Take off that mask. Start talking to God. Get real with him. Get intimate. Get real. Get close. Allow God to transform your mind. Seven, speak positive words. Build yourself up in others just like Daniel. Praise God through it all and happiness will be in your favor. That was the ending of the sermon. So, don't allow the enemy to come in and speak negative words. Redirect your mind on prayer, fast, and journal and everything that you can to get your mind back on it. Talk to God. Get real. Get close. Get positive. Um, and then happiness will be in your favor. But it can't all be just God. You have to put the effort into it. It seems like work, but if you want true happiness, it's just like any other relationship. It takes work. So have a wonderful weekend. Have a blessed night. And I will be here next Monday. Love to you all.